amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Vaccination mandates, mask mania, hostages in Afghanistan. Dr. Fauci has some explaining to do. Oh, and the president seems to think we don't call tornadoes tornadoes anymore. These are just some of our favorite. Did they really just say that moments from this past week? I'm Nancy Shack. It's a twister. A twister. <laughs> I'm Ben Parker. This is News Bites. in front of all of the students, and she then taped the mask across the top of his face. Cloth mask may be 10 or 20% effective, not great against the Delta variant. So you're saying this mask I've been wearing for a year isn't really protecting me very much? Is it a hostage situation, what's happening right now? On with those airplanes. I meant the planes in Afghanistan. Oh, uh, no, that is not what we would characterize it as. It looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. That hit the crops and, and wetlands in the middle of the country. The hell do they call them? I don't even know. I, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I know about twisters, but that's Twist not that. the word he was looking for. And that hasn't replaced tornadoes, as far as I know. I found it a little confusing. To well, be honest with you, well, what he was saying. Okay, but look, you know look at the source. Oh well, I was going to say Sometimes this is nothing confusing. new. No. We usually end the week with Bidenisms. We can start with Bidenisms. Well, well we should play the cut for people because sure, then we got to get into the big news of the day, which is vaccination uh, mandates. They don't but, call them vaccinations anymore. What do they call them, Ben? I don't know. Twisters, I guess. Could be. Oh, who knows? But yeah, this was a kind of a nonsensical thing that the president said. He was talking about the bad weather across the country, and he's it was part of his speeches that he was giving regarding climate change. And he just came out with, with this, cut 44. And uh, so uh, we're all in this together, and we've got, to, uh, we've got to make sure that we don't leave any community behind. And it's all across the country. You know, the members of Congress know from their colleagues in Congress that, uh, you know, the looks like a tornado, they don't call them that anymore, that hit the crops and, and wetlands in the middle of the country. And... In Iowa, in Nevada, and I mean, it's just across the board. And, uh, you know, um, uh, as I said, we're in this together. And, uh, huh? uh, okay. Huh? I got a couple, I got, got a couple issues there. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, we, we've never answered the question that he uh, s- uh, said that we don't call tornadoes tornadoes anymore. I don't know what we call them. Again, twisters, but he didn't say, well, we don't call them tornadoes anymore. Cyclones. We call them twisters, cyclones. Either. No, he yeah. just left it out there like like you're supposed to guess. Hey, we had a tornado, but we don't call them that anymore. I, I, and it was just hanging out there yeah. like, okay, so what do we call them? I, I, like it would have been the perfect place for him to, even if it was some nickname he made up, would have been a perfect place for him like to say that. These Freds that went through New Jersey and New York. Like yeah, whatever. I mean, call them whatever you want. And the other thing that I, uh, I noticed in that cut uh, unrelated really to uh, to tornadoes, uh, he's he, no community left behind. Is that the new phrase? Because remember, no child yeah. left behind, yeah. and then there's no. So I, it, we just have to not leave anything or anybody behind, which I guess is fair. But well, except that he doesn't do that. He t- says one thing and he does another. No tornado left behind. No tornado, and he also seems to have a an an issue with the year. Listen to uh, listen to this cut. Cut forty one. 
We are determined. We are determined that we are going to deal with climate change and end have zero emissions, net emissions by 2050. By 2020, make sure all our electricity is zero emissions. We're going to be able to do these things, but we've got to move. We've got to move. And we've got to move the rest of the world. It's not just the United States of America. By the way, that, that 2020 goal would be great if we were in 1974. I was going to say to you, I think he, he missed a year. He may think it's last year. It's 2019. But even, if it, you know, even if it was 2020, if the goal's 2020, you missed it. It will exactly. So, right. I mean, right. it just it, there were some cues. Was it, that 2030 he was talking about? He was getting kind of confused. There's cut 48. This summer alone, communities with over 100 million Americans... A hundred Americans call home have been struck by extreme weather. One in every three Americans has been victimized by severe weather. Mm. The hurricanes along the Gulf, the East Coast, up through this community. And I saw the human and physical costs firsthand, as I said, in Louisiana. Well, good thing the hundred American Americans. Uh, yeah, care I know. Of. You know, I I've always wanted to be an American American. I got to play that again. Uh, I'm Just not quite part. sure. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. This summer alone, communities with over a hundred million Americans, a hundred American Americans. Yeah, so there, there were a hundred million Americans affected, but but really there were a hundred American Americans. They're more important. Well, yeah. Oh, I see. That's the weird thing is uh, you've heard uh, African American and you know Asian American or. Whatever that you know the, the now the we have American 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 American. Yeah. Well, that sounds like you know something you wear with pride. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not. not sure. I don't know either. I'm not sure because um, the president, while he's making his tour regarding you know the damaged areas from mm-hmm. the remnants of Hurricane Ida, and he was making some outrageous claims. For instance, I bet you didn't know that this was happening. Cup 42. Even the climate skeptics are seeing that this really does matter, and it's not just whether or not people who are just trying to get by in these homes, in these alleys here, working their butts off too well. It's people in high towers along the shore who find that as this rain and all this change takes place in the groundwater, the buildings are actually beginning to tilt. Hundred-story buildings. This goes so far beyond what anybody's willing to speak to up to now. Did you know that hundred build? I mean, I know there's a building in San Francisco that's a, a a big tower that's having an issue, but that's not because of climate change. That's a structural engineering issue. So he's telling people now, pay attention because the high rises are falling over. And while he's doing this, of course, I want referencing you to, the Surfside, Florida issue. No, he's which not. Was he's too. referencing San Francisco, but he's referencing it in general too. I mean, he's talking about. Climate well, that's whole, because somebody gave him the, the stats point? on the a talking point on the building in San Francisco. Oh, okay, and then he's he's what he's doing is saying, well, buildings are no. There's a building with a structural engineering problem that has nothing to do with climate change. Um, but so he's trying to scare people. But there were a lot of people who came out to meet him, and they weren't um, they weren't the most um, what's the what's the word pleasant mean? pleasant. Nice. Um, complimentary, complimentary, I think was the word I was thinking of. Were they American-Americans? I don't know the answer to that. If they are, the president has an issue on his hand. Cut 27. Leave them in ruins and leave Americans behind. Leave Americans behind. He will leave you behind. You guys, protecting him. Leave you guys behind. That's great. Leave no Americans behind. Ronald Wiltrick buried in Arlington. 2011, December 11th, 
lost his life for what? There was a lot of that. Um, a New Jersey heckle. Uh, well, 29. Play 29. New Jersey heckler. Yeah. Okay. F*** you. What? F*** you, you piece of you, Biden. F*** you, Biden. F*** you. F***ing asshole. Piece of murderer, killer. Leave our soldiers in the ball. Kind of, uh, kind of disappointed that there was the bleep there because I don't know what he was saying. Love you, Biden. <laughs> Love you, Biden. He could have been saying that. I mean, nobody knows when you bleep stuff out. People don't know what the word is. Well, yeah, maybe they do. D- uh, they, they're a little upset. Love you, Biden. Love you, Biden. They're a little upset. A lot of it had to do with the fact You're that a piece you know, of gold. We left. Love you. <laughs> we left Americans um, who still wanted to get out in Afghanistan, and our and the the the, the tale being told by the administration as well. They couldn't make up their mind to leave and now they want to leave. And then the other issue that came up is that we have these six planes. They're they're out now. They were sitting on the runway and the Taliban wasn't letting them go um, until they got something in return. We still don't know what they got in return, but a reporter asking um, was asking Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, if in fact we have a hostage situation. Cut 23, please. Is it a hostage situation, what's happening right now? On, with those airplanes. If I had a dollar for every time this was called dead, it's about once every few weeks. Uh, I, I wouldn't be that rich, but I could buy you a nice cup no, of coffee. Sorry. I meant the planes in Afghanistan. Oh, I thought you were talking about... So that's an important thing. I was. I, I, I thought you were talking about the Build Back Better agenda. Um, uh, no, that is not what we would characterize it as. Uh, those were points... Uh, that, that was. Those were comments made by a Republican congressman this weekend. Yeah. Well, a lot of people had that question, and it came up with Secretary of State Anthony Blinken as well. Cut 24. We have been assured again that all American citizens and Afghan citizens with valid travel documents will be allowed to leave. And again, we intend to hold the Taliban to that. Uh, They've upheld that commitment in at least one instance in the last 24 hours uh, with a a family that was able to leave through an overland route. Uh, And we are not aware of anyone being held on an aircraft or any hostage-like situation in Mazari Sharif. So we have to work through uh, the uh, the different requirements, and that's exactly what we're doing. Uh, so, but the problem is that they were held there until there was a rapprochement with the State Department. We still don't know what was given, but they've been, some of them would have been allowed to leave by now. So that's been a, a major, uh, major issue in regard to Afghanistan. But Afghanistan, and I never thought this would happen, Ben, Afghanistan's been pushed off the front uh, pages by something that the president did last night. Why? Yeah. By by the way, I know my mind wanders, and and, and you know that, and and so do other people. Mm -hmm. My biggest problem with that cut of uh, Anthony Blinken is uh, I would call it a a route. He called it a route. Is it a route or a route? Things like that. It depends on where in the country you live. Oh, okay. I I I don't mean to make fun of people's language. In the Midwest, it's a route. In the South, it's a route. It just depends on- Well, a route to me is spelling- like a postal route? Spelling aside. No, a route is when like your your football team wins by like 17 touchdowns. Hey, it was a route. Yes. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just because, and and again, you may be right because of where I live. People, when I say route, probably people go, did he just say route? What kind of idiot is he? Of course, they could say that for a lot of reasons. Anyway, that was the thing that jumped out at me. Okay. Because my mind wanders aimlessly. And latches on the oddest things. Yes, please. It does. Please please continue (laughs) with the serious part of the show. So the serious, okay- so the president did something last night that has the country, uh, the great, the, the, the guy who promised us to bring everybody together has caused a massive schism today. And we have, Love that word, we have 14 governors that are currently filing lawsuits against, against uh, the Biden administration. Why? Well, because of this. Cut number four, please. So tonight, 
I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Uh, I, by the way, I, have mm. a, I, I know where you're going to go with this, but mm. I need to ask this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know that in America, small businesses, those with less than 100 employees, are the big driver, right? A lot of people are employed by companies less than 100. I, my curiosity here is, I, I, know what, I know what he's trying to accomplish, whether I agree with it or not, is a totally different argument. You're leaving a lot of people that still don't have to get the vaccine, not getting the vaccine, while telling people in big companies, better get your ass over there and get a vaccine. I, it's just confusing to me. Shouldn't it be all employers or no employers? I mean, I, I know where I stand on this issue. I'm just asking because a lot of companies employ less than 100 people. So a lot of people don't have to get the vaccine, or at least not mandated by the government. It's a gradual progression. First, he, he issued the mandate that um, for uh, federal, mm-hmm. for military, mm-hmm. then it became federal workers. Mm-hmm. Now it's so it's you see it's it's a slippery slope. So he'll slope. be with the smaller companies yes. later. Let's get these people first. The uh, more we get, the better. I would so. just, I mean, uh, if if I agreed with that, which I don't. Yeah. Um, me neither. And I can explain why uh, if you want. Uh, it, but if I agreed with that, my feeling would be. All employees got to get vaccinated. It's just it's too well, confusing. We're going to let no, this. No, there's a I, reason, Ben. It's a very it's a very out and in your face reason. This is illegal what he's doing. Well, and so therefore, the smaller you have a better hope of getting it passed, what you have to get it passed by going to a smaller number than you did to a larger number. Huh? If you do everybody, then you have the entire country going, what the fuck is wrong with you? Wow. Whereas Angry words. We yes. should have bleeped that. Love you, Biden. So. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Listen back earlier if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Right. So anyway, but the, one of the things that he did, um, besides intrude on states' rights mm. when he did that mm-hmm. and on our constitutional rights, um, I, I want to just play one of the one of the, his explanations that he has about about why he thinks it's a good idea to mandate um, and why he thinks that we're getting too hung up on our personal freedoms. Um, and that is uh, cut number 15C. Wow, 15C. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I gotta find that. This summer, we made progress through the combination of vaccine requirements and incentives, as well as the FDA approval. Four million more people got their first shot in August than they did in July. But we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. The people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. Okay, so there he's saying that it's, you know, our medical decisions are best decided by, uh, by the government, that they have the right in this particular case to make our medical decisions for us. While he is saying that to the people, um, to the American people, in another room on Capitol Hill, uh, Vice President Harris was saying this, cut 15A. When people are able to design their lives in a way that they can determine their own futures, we are a stronger democracy and we are a stronger nation. When people are able to make choices without government interference for themselves in terms of their well-being and the well-being of their family in consultation with whomever they may choose, we are a stronger society. So saying the exact opposite 
of what President Biden was saying. And then she doubled down on it, particularly about women. Cut 15B. Needless to say, the right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is not negotiable. The right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is their decision. It is their body. But your right to decide whether to be vaccinated or not is not your decision, and apparently it's not your body. People will make the argument, and and, and I, to a degree, rightfully so, that this is not about you deciding to, you know, have some kind of surgery or something like that. This is something that you could spread to other people. I get that. I get that. She's uh, talking specifically about abortion. Oh, I know what she's talking about. No. Uh, but when when people say, well, the government shouldn't tell us to get a shot, we should be able to get one if we want or not, th- there is... A, a somewhat valid argument that you are talking about a communicable disease. Here's the problem I have, though. Uh, f- two problems. Let me, let me just lay them out real quickly because mm-hmm. my mind wanders and I don't want to get lost. Okay. Um, love you, Biden. Um, but no, is one... <sighs> Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mandating things. Anything. Right? I mean, I think it's a good idea for people to get vaccinated. I haven't shared this with too many people, but I've been vaccinated. I think it's a good idea to get vaccinated. Okay. I, I think it's Me a too. good idea. I'm right there with I you. I also think it's a good idea to not stuff your face with potato chips and candy bars, but I would not say that the government should tell people that they can't eat candy bars because they're getting fat. They tried to do that in New York. I understand. And big sodas and all that crap. All right. Here's my other problem. Um, And they are a little apple and orangey. Mm, Not really. But, uh, well, hear me out and then decide. I think there's a little apple and orange to it. But, one, COVID is a communicable disease. So you would say in the back of your head, well, I don't want people spreading communicable diseases, and it would be nice if the company knew that the, their, co- their employees were all vaccinated. Okay, fine. Fine. Except here's the problem, or, or here's the point. Are we going to mandate that companies, because I've never had this happen to me before, but are we going to mandate that companies say, hey, uh, Joey there, you need to bring in uh, your measles and rubella shot vaccination proof and you know any other communicable disease that you could be bringing into this workplace. And I say that, I say that because even though I'm not worried about getting measles, and yes, I've had my measles shot, I do, I know people, I actually know people who have never been vaccinated for measles or mumps or rubella. So should Companies then, ha- if you, hey, here's one communicable disease I prove that I'm vaccinated against, COVID in this case. Well, shouldn't you have to bring in that you were, uh, you know, and I'm playing a little devil's advocate here, but shouldn't you have to say, well, and here's my measles shot so nobody gets measles in the office? Well, the issue is, though, you're you're like on point fifty five. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, we're still ahead. at point one. No, and that the issue is 
mandate, period. Right. The issue is not, you know, do we do all these other... The issue is you're, you're like, you, you've already conceded the first issue in your point, which is no, um, the mandate shouldn't be there. And you know who says we shouldn't be, the federal government shouldn't be mandating? You know who actually has said this? I have a bunch of examples, one of which would be the president when he was the president-elect on December 4th. That's cut 20E. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. It's like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. I'll do everything in my power as the president of the United States to encourage people to do the right thing, and when they do it, demonstrate that it matters. Well, this is just proof, by the way. Proof. Uh, 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 more proof, I guess. Not just proof. Proof. More proof that... We don't know crap about crap because everybody's changed their mind about everything. This isn't all a changing the of the mind. Well, it this, is. This I'm is not going to mandate. Is, now he's mandating. No, no. Well, let me finish. Okay. You know, let me finish with the other cuts because that's okay. not about changing your mind. That's about deciding the, that we're not going to obey the law. He, what he was referring to was the law, as was the White House press secretary on July 23rd this past summer, cut 21A. Perhaps the federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? Well, I think the question here, one, that's not the role of the federal government. Um, that is the role that institutions, private sector entities, uh, and others may take. That certainly is appropriate. Also, local communities uh, are going to take uh, steps they need to take. And then here is House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in April, this past spring, April 23rd, regarding uh, vaccinations. Cut 22B. So here's the thing. We, are, we cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. That's the law. President-elect President Biden, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi were quoting the law when they responded. That law hasn't changed. This is in the purview of the states, not the federal government. So what they've decided to do now is the same thing they decided to do on the eviction moratorium. They decided to screw the law, we're not going to pay attention to it. Because you know what, we don't, it doesn't suit our purpose. So so, me, so basically what the president is doing right now on the vaccination, it is illegal, which is why you have 14 governors filing a lawsuit against it. Let me ask this question. Uh, just throw it out there. I don't care. We don't have to even dwell on it. Hmm. So if it was, is, is the law, and that's mm-hmm. what Biden and all the others, but we'll stick with Biden for now because he's yeah. the one who changed. Uh, if, if in uh, December of 2020, the president-elect said, I will not mandate vaccines because he was sourcing the law, yeah. I can't mandate vaccines. Yeah. Now he's mandating vaccines. Yeah. Question. Yeah. And, and this is crystal ball question. This is not like yeah. we don't know crap about crap. We but, know a lot. Well, yes, but we don't know everything. Well, I sometimes speak for yourself thank you um but here's the question so in december did he truly believe that the law was important and he decided to say f the law or was he saying that uh and even in december he's like i don't care about the law but for right now i'm just going to stick with it i mean i'm just did he change his mind about I, how important I, yeah. the law was or did he already how, believe how would that we know? And say, I don't, that's why i yeah. said crystal ball stuff nobody how would how would we know because First politicians of all, say all sorts of stuff they that do go against what they really they think. can but there's the, but when have you seen a united states president stand up and say we're not going to obey the law I mean, we are a society of laws. That's what keeps us from being a banana republic. And I like so, bananas. well, I do too, but I don't want to live in a banana republic. And so, and that's 
that's the problem. This administration is picking the laws they want to they want to apply and ignoring the ones they don't. That is not the president's job. If Congress doesn't like a law, they can change it. That's what they're supposed Congress to do. Congress makes the laws. And so that's that's how that works. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but this in particular case, this is illegal what the president did. But he did something even worse than do something illegal. Worse than illegal? Yes. Wow. What he did when he's when he got up last night was he specifically picked a group of people and tried to turn other people against them. He made them the enemy and his mandate is making them an underclass. So what he did is he got up and started talking about how um Basically, the the unvaxxed are evil, are evil and have hurt the rest of us. Cut six. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval over two 100 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. So please, do the right thing. By the way, go ahead. Okay, but then he started, he st- remember there's a Rolling Stone article that came out that turned out to be completely and utterly garbage. It was fake. But they they went with it anyway because it suited whatever political agenda they had. It was about people getting turned away from a hospital uh, because there were too many COVID patients who were made up of unvaccinated people who gotten COVID. It was all it was all garbage. None of it was true, even though it had gotten picked up and tweeted and all the rest of it. And but it was completely and utterly Didn't bogus. The story also have something to do with ivermectin overdoses yes, or something. It too? did. Yes, okay. It did. And so, but the president kind of cites that article, even though it was exposed as a complete and utter lie. And trying to make people turn against unvaccinated people. Cut 14C. The vast majority of Americans are doing the right thing. Nearly three quarters of the eligible have gotten at least one shot. But one quarter has not gotten any. That's nearly 80 million Americans not vaccinated. And a country as large as ours, that's 25% minority. That 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, are overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. So the unvaccinated are killing heart patients and cancer patients. Because we are a... both. Because we are a, 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 a podcast of kind of, uh, you know, the sound bites, right, and, yeah. and discussing them. I want to. I want to jump back, and mm-hmm. I know we didn't talk about this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay. All right. So, so here's the uh, what the president said in terms of uh, back in December uh, about not wanting to mandate, but to encourage, right? Yes. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. I'll do everything in my power as the president of the United States to encourage people. All right, encourage people. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the president or anybody Me else neither. encouraging people. All right, I thought so, that was good. So if he had not done what he did yesterday, which is mandate, of course, you got the federal worker mandate, then you got the employee mandate, this, this would have been encouraging people, this that we played earlier. My yeah. message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? 
We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. All right, I don't have to get into the rest of it. My point being, yeah. what he did in terms of saying, hey, you're not vaccinated? You should get vaccinated. Fuck, crying out loud, it's free and that. it's safe and whatever. Yeah. And that would have been encouragement yes. if he had stuck with what he said in December yes. instead of a mandate. Because he made the mandate, yeah. that exact same thing that would have been encouragement yeah. is almost Threatening. threatening. Yeah. So I so agree with you. That's why I want to go back and play yeah. that all because, yes, look, at, no, I don't think most people, mo- why would you give a crap if someone yeah. encourages, hey, don't eat potato yeah. chips, they'll make you fat. Don't yeah. eat all those freaking candy bars yeah. and drink that soda because you're going to get fat. But I it's your choice. Right. Yeah. And that's why so many people were pissed off with New York and would have been pissed off if we'd done this federally to say, hey, you know, we tried to encourage you, but no more big now you can't you. have those yeah. things because we think you're fat. There's a big difference between encouragement and, and which is good, by the way. You want to encourage people to not do bad things. But when you mandate it and it's against the law, eh, now you got a little different thing going on there. You do. All right. You do. You. I agree with you. All right. And the other thing is, though, with the president vilifying the unvaxxed, you have other things happening, too. People, if the president's doing, then other people think it's all right for them to do, too. And there's an example of there's this Florida doctor, uh, Dr. Linda Maricini is her name, and she's decided she's just not going to treat unvaxxed patients. Cut 11. I understand people are free to choose, but to me, it's a problem when it affects other people. Dr. Linda Maricini accepts most types of insurance, but she says she won't treat you in her office if you're not vaccinated from COVID-19. With the Delta variant causing the latest COVID surge, she says she had to make a tough decision for her practice. When it comes to uh, the safety of others, and when it comes to it's a global health problem, community health problem, um, at this point, I, I really say that this, this is where it draws a line in the sand for me. And I'm also not going to treat people who uh, continue to eat fatty food or people who didn't get the she measles shot when they were a kid. She took a You treat the patient in front of you. You can't decide, I'm not going to treat this patient and I'm going to treat this. When whoever shows up in front of you, that's who you have to treat. My, my, my mother's whole family of doctors, they don't get to pick their patients. They are who they are. If you went overseas, right? And I know in some, It's illegal to do what she's doing. If you went overseas um, and for some reason or other, uh, you went to a place where you needed to get those you know, vaccines for malaria or other stuff before you go... And you didn't. And you came back and you had malaria. Uh, Sorry for you, but uh, would this doctor then not treat them either? I mean, at what point do you say, I'm not treating you, but I'll treat you? I mean, I don't treat fat people because you ate too much. I don't treat uh, people with acne because you ate too much chocolate. This is why Dr. Mudd got into trouble because he had to. I just wonder. He had to treat John Wilkes Booth because that was the patient in front of him. And he 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 went through he was criminally charged for it, but he had to do it because that's what his Hippocratic oath stood. And if you if you're wondering how far it can go, you here you got a doctor saying I won't treat those patients. In Australia, they're make they're looking at not having health care cover unvaxxed people. This is an Australian um, this is an Australian political leader, Dan- Daniel Andrews, cut twelve. To protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We're going to move to a situation where, to protect the health system, we're going to lock out people who are not vaccinated and can be. If you're making the choice not to get vaccinated, then you're making the wrong choice. You're making the wrong choice. But yes, there's going to be a vaccinated uh, economy, and you get to participate that. You get to participate in that if you are vaccinated. I feel like I should uh, agree with this guy, and I'll tell you why. Because he sounds just like Robert Scorpio from General Hospital. And I like Robert Scorpio. I do too. So I, I don't know. Maybe. But, but-
But in this particular case, mm. I have to say, apparently you, that's what you were doing when you were recovering, was watching General Hospital. I watched it? General Hospital yeah. for years. Oh, I gotcha. I used to in high not school and religious, college. Not religiously, but I've watched it for years off and on. So I know, gotcha. enough, I know enough to talk about it. You know enough I, about Robert I, Scorpio. I don't, yeah, and uh, Luke and Laura and all that. Oh, malarkey. yeah. Well, Laura came back, th- by those the are way. The, those are the golden years. Yeah, Laura's back now. Oh, she came back. And then, uh, well, I'm not going to get into this. Okay. That's going um, so, But in any event, so here we have a doctor here and there. In Australia, the entire healthcare system is turning away unvaxxed people. That's where this ends. And when you have a president that is vilifying people for making a choice not to get vaccinated, that is where it ends up. It is irresponsible. He is breaking the law. And you have a huge group of at least one third of the states are going to try to bring him to heal over it. We'll see what happens. And when Robert Scorpio gets involved, it's even... More trouble. Maybe we should call Robert Scorpio. Maybe he could deal with it. To protect situation. the health system, we've got everybody locked down. That, yeah. I mean, just there it is. It's right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's a, I, I agree with you. Whatever. Completely. We had so much stuff we could get to, but we just don't have time. We'll say some of it for next week. Uh, although we, we may just get pushed off the the page because so much happens every week, uh, but I listen, Ben. There was a, there's a Las Vegas mom who's really ticked off because her son's mask was taped to his face, yeah. double taped by no, a I've teacher. Heard that one, yeah. You know, and then Dr. Fauci is in trouble because uh, it turns out from some correspondence at NIH that yes, indeed, he knew about the gain of function testing going on at the Wuhan lab and funded it, we, knowing that. Yeah. No, this was new, new information. So we got more stuff. We got we'll more re- stuff. All right. We got more. Stuff, By the way, in order in order to be fair, uh, yeah. since we did uh, you know we did pick on Joe Biden a lot today, yeah. I wanted to go with the uh, with the positive angle before we left. Okay. F- you. Love you. F- you. Love you. Piece- you. Love you. You piece of gold. You Biden. Love you Biden. You Biden. Love you Biden. See, you don't know what he's saying, so I'm just I just figured that would be nice. I think that's very nice. Like, I think that's very kind. I, I like to be fair, so if you want to send the president some words of love through us, you are more than welcome to to uh, send us them on Twitter. We're at Newsbyte three n e w s b y t e three on Twitter or on Facebook at Newsbyte n e w s b y t e. You can also get to both of those and listen to this podcast on SandyShack.com. You can go there as well. Uh, until next week, and we upload every Monday. You can check back on any of those sites on on uh, the uh, the iHeart, or you can check back on SandyShack.com on Mondays and see what new episodes we have for you. Till next week, I am Nancy Shack. Sandy Shack sounds like a place Robert Scorpio would hang out. To protect the health system, we've got everybody locked down. We've got them locked down at the Sandy Shack. Nice. Thank you. I'm Ben Parker. This is Newsbite. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.